0: Called G period R period A period C period E period That spelled grace 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 the grace of God so God had even predestinated and planned I believe before the foundation of the earth that Jesus his son would enter into the earth and become our Lord and savior but I also believe that even at that time, God planned. Well, faith is a five-letter word: F-A-I-T-H. But He also planned and purposed another word for all of the men and the women who would walked with God and who would follow Him at that particular time. And that word was called grace. Grace, a five-letter word. Grace. And when we think about grace, we only think about grace in terms of what the New Testament scriptures tell us. For in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, uh, by grace are we saved. And as we read on a little further there, down to verse 8, it says, for by grace are we saved through faith. And that not of ourselves it is the gift of God so grace is the unmerited favor of God grace is a gift of God amen that has been given to all of us through his son Jesus Christ Noah set himself to walk with God and he was fixed and determined to live for God All of us in our own way, uh, we heard uh, Pastor Dora talking about that a little earlier this morning. Amen. All of us need to be fixed and determined to live for God and to walk with God. Noah attained a state of religious and spiritual excellence in a time when there were few helps and there was no written revelation and no written word of God. He couldn't pick up his iPad or, you know, or smartphone and he he couldn't, you know, get there and, you know get his look at his Bible and see all of those things none of those things were available so that's really something special about Noah it's something special about Enoch yeah. And you know what I can't help but admire how mighty the grace of God was in Noah's life I can't help but admire how mighty the grace of God was in Enoch's life because grace will always show out yes. all right. in everyone who is faithful and I am going to say that again grace will always show out in the lives of everyone who is faithful to God that's important so if the grace of God could work in the lives of the faithful during these primitive times when life and immorality were not governed by the gospel of Jesus Christ then 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 what may we expect in these times in which the Son of God tabernacles among us what can we expect during this time when God is our very present help in our time of trouble what can we expect when the God that we serve greater is he that is on the inside of us than he that is in the world what can we expect amen when God is always with us he will never leave us nor forsake us he'll be with us always what then can we who are born-again baptized believers in Christ Jesus what can we as New Testament saints of God what can we expect Mm. God gives the Holy Spirit to all who ask him he also does and he moves in the lives of all of those who, who dare have the audacity to believe in him and to believe that his word is true yes. so God was willing to show favor and kindness and the grace to these Old Testament patriarchs we've read about that when you look in the, the, the um, the book of Hebrews, and uh, it talks about, it gives us the definition of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith, very simply and merely is, taking God at his word, believing what God says is true. And as we look at, as we read on, as we look, there is, in those particular, in the book of Hebrews, there is a section, and it is called the Hall of Faith the Hall of Faith. And I believe that faith uh, is the the primary thing and grace is an outcropping or an extension of what faith is. These Old Testament patriarchs, Abel, uh, he worshiped God by faith. Enoch walked with God by faith. Noah worked for God by faith. Abraham lived for God by faith faith was there present but it was in a form but it wasn't in the saving faith or the saving grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ but grace grace was available grace was available God was willing to show that favor and that kindness and that grace to these Old Testament patriarchs but God didn't have Jesus. And I'm just introducing today, so I'm going to be finishing up here in just a few minutes. How about that? Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. That is the grace of God. That is the blessings of God. That is the unmerited and unexpected favor of God. I dare so say so even myself. I just heard that word from the Lord. we finishing it up. But I heard a seasoned saint of God say uh, many years ago, and you probably heard it. You know, they uh, they they'd say something like, "I got Jesus, and that's enough." You ever heard it? You've heard that. Have you ever said in your life, "I've got Jesus, and that's enough"? Hallelujah! Hallelujah? Say again. Yeah, that's right. We need more Jesus, right? Yes. Look, if anything, we're going to say we need Jesus or I have Jesus and it's never enough never enough Jesus in fact I heard in our corporate prayer on this morning you know uh, as a corporate prayer leader I see as she was leading us in prayer one of the things that she said to us that that our God is the God of much more he is too much God there is never 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 too much never too Dun, dun, dun. Never too much, never too much God, huh? Everybody saved, right? Praise God, amen. All right, hallelujah. <laughs> never too much God, never too much God. We've got Jesus, and that's never enough. So we're going to elevate from those old seasoned saints of God. You can never have enough, never have enough Jesus. Yes, I think we need Jesus and saving grace. We could, we could say that. You know, there are some saints of God who, although they've, they've, they've walked with the Lord, uh, you know, they've committed their lives to the Lord, they are saints and they've been in the body of Christ, members of the body of Christ for years. But even as being in the body of Christ, they have been paraplegics in their faith. They've been crippled in their faith. They just... They are those that have the mindset that they just want to be saved. They don't want to be saved, you know, just to to have all of their sins forgiven. They don't want to be saved to uh, be able to tap into the fullness of the blessings of our Lord. They just want to be saved so they got a good fire insurance policy and they don't end up in hell. Those things ought not to be so. Some folks just want to be saved. You know, they don't want to experience the kindness and the pleasantness and the graciousness of our God. They don't want to receive his benefits, his liberality, power of the Holy Spirit and all of those things that, that, that we have uh, available to us as people of God. They just want that saving grace. But I'm going to tell you today, we have to change our mindsets, people of God. Because we also need living grace, right. All right. a grace that's living. And sometimes we don't connect the, uh, uh, the idea of grace with our daily lives. All right. I think it, uh, at some point throughout the course of the day, perhaps maybe one time a day or two or three times a day, you know, when you sit down to partake of your meal, I'm sure you connect with grace. Then as we yes. say our grace you know God is good God is grace and we thank you for our food amen you know the children say uh, God is great and he is all of that he's good he's graceful he is the God of great grace everybody say great grace. great grace great grace great grace but there is more to that God gives us the grace he extends to us the kindness he extends to us his tender mercy he extends those, thing, extends those things to us so that we will be able to operate functionally in every area of our lives and everything that pertains to life and godliness. He does not desire that we be spiritual paraplegics. He wants, to, he wants us to operate in the full manifestation of all that he gave for us through his son Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Amen, everybody. Hallelujah. Some people, we, we, we have to have the, uh, God's grace if we're going to live the way that we ought to live and be what we ought to be on a daily basis. You say that you go to work, perhaps, whether you say it grudgingly or you fa- say it with a cheerful happy mood. I say it every day I get up. Lord, I thank you that I'm going to work for you today. Hallelujah. I thank you for that, Lord Jesus. I can pick my spot where I have to go to work. I pick my spot where I can go to share the good news of the gospel. I don't have to go into an office building and do it. I don't have to go punch a time clock and do it. Lord, I thank you. You see, God's great grace is working. It is alive and operating in my life. Great grace. You can allow the grace of God operate in your life on a daily basis in fact it it enhances everything that you do throughout the course of the day God's grace makes a difference unlike anything else in our lives morally spiritually mentally emotionally in every other kind of way that you can think about yes hallelujah but at times it can be confusing and difficult to understand the theology and the concepts and the ideas of grace. Yeah, mm-hmm. some, fe- some, some folk, they, they struggle with grace, trying to figure it out. Well, you know, I know that it is the unmerited favor of God and that's it, they never look beyond it. So prayerfully, this series on grace is going to give you some answers to, uh, to some questions that probably you have had. Some of us have uh, homeowner's warranties, do we not? Or we have service policies for our automobiles that we have never even looked at. We have no clue what our benefits are because we have never looked at our our policies or our warranties. We have no clue what those benefits are. And years ago, I remember looking through the service warranty for my car and I'd never really looked at it I knew I had it but never really looked at it and one day while I was waiting in the car waiting for my missus I decided to flip through the service warranty that I had and lo and behold I discovered that I had some some benefits that I had never knew that I had that I had simply because I had this vehicle I had been paying for AAA, but my service contract told me that because I owned this car, the manufacturer and the dealer would take care of any of the problems that I had. So you know what? I realized that I had been fooling around with stuff that's already been taken care of. I just wasn't aware of the benefits that I had available to me by virtue of my having this vehicle. So people of God, we have to realize that the relationship we have with the Lord Jesus Christ, it has benefits. It has benefits that you're not even aware of. It has benefits that you have not even tapped into yet. All of that is made possible because of the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The covenant that brought about salvation has provisions that all of us should be aware of. We should know them from A to Z. We should know them inside out. All right. We can know. We should know when we're getting our just due, and we are when we are being shortchanged. Yes. Yes. Pastor Bill Winston tells a story about. Um, he was at a uh, a restaurant. He had he had gone to uh, a restaurant, and I'm just kind of you know just putting this together again in my mind and uh, he, he, he went to a, a restaurant and he went there you know to get a meal and uh, he got his meal and I don't know if the lady was in front of him or there was a lady behind him in front of him yeah there was a lady in front of him and she had ordered her food and she had walked away from the counter And as she walked away from the counter she opened the bag and she looked in the bag and she realized something was missing. So she turned around and she said to the person that was serving her, and she said, Do bread come with this? Yes. I think when it comes to the grace of God, we ought to say, Well, Lord, do your blessings come with this? Does the power of your Holy Spirit come with this? Does kindness and pleasantness, does the favor of God come with this? You know, we ought to be saying that, Lord, we ought to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that yes, uh uh-huh, all of those things come with that. With everything that Jesus has provided for us. But the enemy will try to fool you and tell you, oh, mm." that's what he tried to do with Jesus. Remember when he took Jesus up to the pinnacle? Jesus said, come out of the wilderness. He had passed it for 40 days and 40 nights. He was full of the power, full of the Spirit, and immediately the devil came to him. Yeah. Yeah. Took him up and said, hey, <laughs> hey, buddy, 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 buddy. Come, come, come. No, look out. Oh, man, look what you see out there. You see all of that out there. How'd you like to have some of that? But listen, this is all you need to do. All you need, just, just. You know, just, 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 all I want you to do is take one step. I don't want you to take a flying leap, but I can imagine in my mind, Jesus being full of the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit, That's right. That's right. perhaps was suppressing the urge to tell the devil, no, you go take a flying leap. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just. Take one step that's all I want you to do is just take one step and go ahead you know you 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 you're the Heavenly Father's boy you know we all used to hang out when we were you know we're homeboys when we were back on the other side over there you know we all came up together we all grew up together you know you know we used to have you know a time of fellowship and friendship and and all of those things together so just go you know just one step man Didn't God say that he would give his angels a special charge over you? Didn't he say that? If thou, if you are the son of God, if, if, if. You see, that's the kind of tricks the enemy, if he could play those tricks on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, what about us? But you see the grace that our lord and savior jesus christ has provided for us gives us the ammunition and the strength to be able to deal with those mental tricks that the devil wants to play on you he'll tell you ah you don't need that some grace <laughs> no that's for holy people well that's what we are are we not we are holy people we are anointed people of god we are blessed and highly favored people of god Amen. We are covenant partners. We are heirs together of the grace of God. We are joint heirs with Jesus Christ and heirs of the grace of God together. Amen. Hallelujah. We have provisions for us. We have blessings that are untold that have not yet been tapped tapped into. So we need to be aware of all of these things. So when we continue next time, we're going to begin a detailed study of the benefits of the grace of God. Now, as you see that graphic before you there, and it is G period, uh, R period, A period, C period, uh, and then E. Well, there was a young man, uh, there was a man, uh, uh, perhaps you might have heard of his name. His name was Donald uh, Gray Barnhouse. And he said that grace was uh, God's righteousness. God's righteousness. God's righteousness. God's righteousness. And I wrote it down here, so let me quote it right. Grace is God's righteousness at Christ's expense. That's what he said. And as I thought about that, I said, you know, that is absolutely so true. That's what grace is for all of us. Everything that pertains to life and godliness has already been paid for. It's already been bought with the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So why not tap into that? One of the things that I've experienced is the fact that, uh, you know, if, if, if you, know, you, you, you know that uh, you've been invited to a special occasion, you've been invited to an all-expenses-paid vacation or an all-expenses-paid dinner and all of those things, it doesn't matter what kind of day you had. Perhaps it was not the best day that you've had. Perhaps you might not have been feeling well in your body or, you know, you've worked and you know you just don't feel. You just want to go home, get in the bed, pull the covers up over your head, not be bothered with anybody. But because the invitation was extended to you, hey, come on and join me for dinner. I got it. It's on me. No matter how you're feeling, no matter what you went through on that particular day, you're going to say, hey, I'll be there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> uh huh. I'll be there. You know when God has extended His grace to us, everything that we, we 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 need, it has your name on it already. All you just need to do is step in and tap into it. You just need to be there. You need to be there. it's so come on, let's stand to our feet today. Hallelujah. So as again, we develop this and continue on next week, praise God. I want you to just keep in mind and think about uh, the grace of God and what the grace of God means to you. Think about those areas of your life where you have not tapped into the grace of God as of yet. Amen. Hallelujah. Grace. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.